0: When I first read the Old Testament lesson last week to prepare for this week, hopefully it's a familiar story. The famous burning bush, as we would call it. A bush that's not consumed by fire. And Julia, I think I have found the justification for me to wear my Birkenstocks instead of my um, Sunday shoes. It said that this place is holy, so take off your sandals. So, if I take it literally, I guess I can do that. My wife will never let me wear that. But God and Moses have a conversation. Talk about a reluctant prophet. Moses is saying, Now, wait a minute. Whoa, time out. You're going to send me to who? To do what? When? Won't you go to Pharaoh? I want you to have a conversation with the king of Egypt. What if God told you to do that? By the way, I have a plan for you. I'd like you to take a little trip to Washington. And I want you to go see the president. And I want you to tell him a few things for me, not from you, from him. I want you tell him a few things for me. Now, how apt would you be to do that? To go take a trip to Washington, D.C. To go talk with the head honcho up there. So you kind of feel like what Moses was going through. You want me to go where? Talk with Hugh and how am I? Wait a minute. Why is he even going to pay attention to me? God says, I'll provide the path, I'll provide the method, and I'm even going to provide you the words. I just need you to be my representative to go up there. Moses was given a task, a cross to bear. It was for the people of Israel. Jesus has a discussion with his disciples about bearing a cross. Jesus is telling them yet again, guess what, gang? Going to Jerusalem, going to get kind of beat up. Going to have some words with some religious leaders. They're going to take me. They're going to kill me. But I will be raised on the third day. Of course, the disciples, they finally get their Messiah. And now he's going to have to die. It didn't make sense to them. This wasn't the way it was supposed to happen. God was supposed to be this warrior king that was going to come riding in and cleanse the whole area for the house of Israel. That was their image of what their king was going to be. Not this loving man who came forward to say, it's not about laws, it's not about ritual, it's about what you do for the other. That wasn't what they were expecting. so now they finally are starting to get it, and Jesus tells them, I'm going to have to die. This is what's going to happen. And of course, Peter, Peter, bold Peter, stands up and says, we're not going to allow, you can't, we can't allow this to happen. Jesus answered, he was rebuking Peter, it's got to happen. This is the way God planned it. Get thee behind me. Satan! there is no more temptation. I've got to do what God has told me to do. They just didn't understand why. And it was to make up for what happened at the very beginning of creation. Jesus had to suffer. But if anyone wants to be my followers, take up your cross and follow me. Now, I think all of us at one time or another have done that. Taken up a cross for someone. Sometimes your own. But sometimes we have to introspectively look at ourselves and realize that the cross that we are carrying may not be ours to carry. Sometimes you have to step outside your box, your comfort zone, and help someone carry their cross. Give you, for instance, a story was shared with me by a friend of mine named Ron Guy, probably my best friend in seminary. He was my, I was the younger, older brother. He was about 15 years my senior, but he was a year behind me in seminary. So I was his younger, older brother. And he relays this story to me about how he now you have to understand ron is one of those manuscript preachers in other words he he writes out his sermon every week and he has it doesn't read from it but he just has it in front of him on at the pulpit and does his sermon from the from the pulpit and while he was going through his sermon a phone started ringing and it wasn't one of these little bling bling it was you got a message And as the story kind of goes on, he said, you know, he just kept preaching. He kept going. He went right through it. Well, there were other people. This thing kept going off throughout the entire sermon. And the more more he did it, the more it kept going off. It just wasn't stopping. Whoever it was needed to reach. Now, I understand. There are certain professions, doctors uh, that need to be contacted at certain times, you know, that need to, you know, need to be contacted. But, during this service, during the service, it just kept going off. The phone kept... Finally, Ron stops the sermon and says, please, whoever's phone that is, please answer it. Come to find out, it was his. <laughs> he had forgotten to turn his, actually, he forgot to, he didn't leave it in his office, he hadn't turned it off. It was his phone that was going off. But completely stop the service to allow that to happen. There are times in your life when you may not realize the cross is on you. You might not realize that that burden has been put upon you. But let me tell you something the difference here is when you take on a cross, God is still with you. You're not carrying that cross alone. You never have, never will. God is with you carrying that cross. Whatever it is. I think one of the smartest moves, my parents got divorced when I was 21. I was in college, my brother was still in school. I think the smartest thing that my brother and I did, we actually got together for lunch one day while all this was going on with my parents. I think the smartest thing that we did was we decided not to choose a side. That we would remain Switzerland, very neutral in all sides. Because no matter what happened, we would lose something. If we chose one side or the other, we would lose in that process something of us. We decided not to take on that cross. There are going to be times in your life when you're going to have to take on a cross. More likely a cross for someone else. When they have gotten tired and can no longer bear their cross. Simon of Cyrene did it. On the Via Dolorosa, when Jesus is on his way to be crucified, someone else had to help him bear that cross. If someone wants to be my followers, didn't I have to deny themselves and then follow me. Take up their cross and follow me. Being a Christian sometimes isn't easy. It means we have to make choices about the language we use, the attitude we have, the choices we make. And sometimes it may be in direct opposition to the people you are hanging around That choice you have to make. Bearing a cross, bearing a cross is not always a heavy load either. Sometimes it's a joyous load. To watch someone go through confirmation classes and then get confirmed, you're walking that path that's a cross you're bearing, but it's a joyous cross. To watch someone at that font right there to be baptized, Yes, there's a lot more involved in the service. You've got to fit things in. You've got to sort of rearrange the service just slightly. And yes, but that is a cross I am oh so joy to bear. When a couple is wed wed for a wedding, and those of you who have had siblings or daughters or sons get married, you know that as the weeks approach getting closer to it, it gets more and more hectic. People give lots of advice from both sides about how a wedding should be done and how the proper way to do a wedding. Of course, that never happened in anybody's life, did it? And in the process of distress, suddenly crosses are placed on people and it gets burdensome. That's why when I officiate a wedding, it is a no-stress wedding. It's time for some humor. It's a joyous occasion. Some crosses were meant to be bared out of joy, not out of suffering or sorrow. Make sure that the cross you are currently carrying is the one you're supposed to be carrying. And by that, you're going to have to have a conversation with God. Because a lot of times we take on crosses that aren't ours to take on. We will take on things that aren't ours to put on our backs. So you have to discern that through prayer and the Holy Spirit. If this is the cross that God has chosen for you to take on, is it really? Take time this week to figure out those things that are in your life that need to be there, that God has given you to do. But on the flip side of that coin, look at your life and see those things that are not of God. That God has not chosen for you that you have arbitrarily put on yourself. We all know people somewhere in our lives that live by crisis. You know what I mean by that? If there's not a crisis going on in their life, they're not living. There's always something that's Blown out of proportion, or something that's always just happening to them, or I think we all know people. Don't feed into that cross, don't bear that cross. God's going to give you what you can handle with God because God's always been there, always will be there to help you bear this load. So take time this week to figure out those things in your life that are of God that are not of God and release the ones that are not of God. Take that monkey off your back. Or in the theme today, take that cross off your back. Martyrdom is only for a select few. But most of the time it is it is God appointed not self-appointed. Take time to look in the mirror. Take time to figure out what God has asked you to do, what God has asked you to bear, and then just do it. Moses eventually gave in to it and said, okay, what am I supposed to say? When they asked me who sent me to do this stuff, And God says, tell them I am the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Tell them, tell them that I am have sent you the God, only God. And Moses said, okay, I will do it because you've asked me to do it. It doesn't take a burning bush, hopefully, to convince you that God what God is saying to you is real but believe me if it takes that God will supply that i hope that the crosses that you bear are yours to bear amen